<laughs> so and we welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the WAN Show. We've got Hooray. a lot of great topics for you guys today. There's the RX 5600 XT launch debacle. Uh, there's the incredible news out of Gamers Nexus that some RTX 2060s are like 47% faster than other ones in productivity benchmarks. How does this kind of stuff keep happening with AMD? Well, no, that was bad. This is both of them doing dumb stuff. Oh, just AMD bungling their launches? Well, well and just they're like really nice people. Random cards being way more powerful, or some cards being flashable up to like well, the that's NVIDIA. next level. That's NVIDIA? That's oh. NVIDIA. Yeah. So that's that's a whole other thing. Oh, so we geez. have so this these are two completely unrelated wow. topics that for some reason have been combined in our Yeah, notes. that doesn't make a lot of sense. Yep, don't worry about it. It's all good. Um literally Oh no, virtually every Lenovo ThinkPad since 2017 has defective USB Type-C ports. Great. So that's pretty cool. And uh, speaking of cool, I... Very cool. Thank you. Super cool. Thank you. Has his own shirt. See, I knew he was here for a For reason. a milestone. Uh, <laughs> I <laughs> am not retiring, at least at this time. I think some people, actually I know for a fact some people didn't make it all the way through. Yeah, I didn't watch the end. The stream. <laughs> Um, and so the rumors of my retirement have been uh, grossly exaggerated. Um, we also have some more news. Uh, Intel's reorging. Is there anything you want to highlight? Uh, that is a big deal. Have you heard about this? Not We're definitely particularly, talking about but that. Sonos filling landfills yeah. with EOL speakers. Basically, and like, I'm mad. I think you should be. I'm you like, have some, I'm you? super. I actually didn't even pay for them, and I'm still mad. Are they going to be EOL? Um, well, we'll talk about that, won't okay. we? All yeah. right, let's roll that intro. Let's roll it. He's gonna do it. I was gonna say you gotta press the button. <laughs> I've been thinking about rolling it. <laughs> oh, that was pretty good. You'll note that I did, in fact, roll it. I just didn't do it immediately. Yes. Keep everyone on their toes. So it's brought to you by Moss, Honey, Vulture. All right, let's jump into the show. Okay, so the first thing I want to do is a little bit of Q&A because it seems like a lot of people have some questions about what went down on Wednesday night when pretty much I sat down and I made a few notes and because I didn't know what to say, I just said everything. Um, <laughs> do you have any questions? Not majorly, to okay. be completely honest. All right. Um, one thing I would, I would note right now is that if we, we don't actually have to really have a super normal show, but if we want yeah. to, we're probably gonna have to cap this at some point. Yeah, people we will. will ask questions forever. We will, and they'll ask super dumb ones, so we're gonna ignore all of those ones. Um, okay. Like, no offense, it's just Maybe like, that's why he's retiring. Okay? Time is limited. Come on. Time is limited. So, yeah. um, okay, if you've got nothing, there's a couple things I wanted to address right away. One of them is that, honestly, that video is the most uncomfortable I have felt about publishing a video ever. I actually sat there for about 20 minutes, just like rechecking things that I already knew were as good as they were gonna be because I was shooting on just like a basic webcam with no lighting yeah, and using just like an ancient mod mic on a not very good USB audio card because 
my Thunderbolt connection died because Thunderbolt's a big piece of garbage, which is actually <laughs> why I wired up my house with fiber optics for those USB extensions, which are way better. I think just every excuse for everything now should be, that's why I'm retiring. Yeah. Thunderbolt sucks, and that's why I'm retiring. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so anyway, my Thunderbolt thing wasn't working, and that's what I use for my microphone. And so I had mm. to go get this like little tiny dinky USB like combo unit and like a breakout cable to. And so like even for a mod mic, it wasn't sounding as good as it should. And there was like so there were all these little things that I kept just kind of tweaking and tuning and like oh maybe I'm gonna sit more like this and I'd play around with like the tilt yeah. on my webcam and, and stuff like that. I think I think a certain amount of that helped aid the like personability of the video. It ended degree. up being way worse than I expected. So <laughs> it's funny because I've been doing this for so long that I've become so numb to the numbers. Um, you know, I upload a video and I go, oh, yeah, I only did about 1.1 million. That's okay, I guess. You know, or, oh, you know, that one was a banger. That one did 2 million, 2 million views. Like, cool. But I don't really think about because most of the videos that we upload, um, I guess don't connect with people on a personal level, like don't really speak yeah. to, um, but I had, they don't, they're not the same. Uh, I had literally hundreds of people, many of whom I haven't talked to in ages, just like reach out to me via every possible means. And I apologize that I have <laughs> not been able to reply to all of them. And in fact, yeah. I probably won't be able to reply to all of them. The, the video has like, some stupid number. I think it has like 25,000 comments on it. And I've actually read a significant chunk of them, but not all of them. It gets a new comment on it still more than once a minute. And I, I streamed like 36 hours ago or whatever that works yeah. out to. Um, Currently at 2.7 million views publicly. And the really uncomfortable part is like, I don't really, I tend to keep the brand front facing and I tend to keep the person sort of behind the scenes. And the thing that, I felt, and this is, I, I, you know, this is, uh, it's an analogy. I know it's not the same thing, but honestly, I felt kind of like a, like a, like a pornographic actor. <laughs> like I felt like very exposed. Yeah, because when I was when I was recording it, I was in a room by myself, and there was chat, but I was actually not looking at it. Um, I was I was specifically not looking at it. I was just like looking at my notes, and I was just kind of trying to talk. Yeah. Um, just kind of put it out there and um, and what I realized as people have been reaching out to me like with everything from hey you know do you want to grab lunch or like you know hey if you just want to talk or like hey here's my life story and here's how I you know tackled these things and like like just everything and it's all like really positive actually shockingly positive and I've even seen comments from people just being positive about how positive our community was <laughs> And just being surprised because, in general, the internet is such a cesspool. Um, and what I realized is that there are people watching this that I wouldn't have shared these things with if I had specifically been in a room with them. And that now I have to go and sit in a room <laughs> with them at some point, having basically effectively bawled my eyes out in front of them. And this is probably going to be like a highly addressable topic for a while. I, on that note, though, yeah. I would ask. Um, I think a lot of the times when you when you air something like this, yeah, um, to uh, not shareholders in the sense of like stocks, but shareholders in well, terms stakeholders, of stakeholders, even if sure. they're not shareholders. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. When you when you do that, um, 
to a certain degree, it can feel like you finally lifted a bunch of weight. Does that feel accurate at all? I feel better, yes. Yeah. I actually feel, I felt better coming into work on Thursday morning than I have in a while. Yeah, okay. Just like, because, I mean, at least it's it's there. Like, there were people who knew already. Um, there's a person who knew already. And there were people who had information. Like, I think you and I had a really good chat last year, like 20, CES 2019. Yeah, Project. it wasn't 100% on nose, but it was like... But like, I think, you had, I think you had some idea as yeah. to where my headspace was at. Yeah. Um, and uh, so now it's just out there. So it's like, okay, for better or for worse, um, you know, that's where I'm at. And most people, at least here at the office, have been really good about it. Just been like, you're fine, right? And I'm like, yes. And they're like, cool. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, nobody, so, some, I, saw, I saw one comment. It's funny how the negative ones really stand out to you. I saw one comment about how highly inappropriate it was for an executive of a company to uh, talk about something like this, um, you know, in front of their staff. And I was like, here's the thing. You don't know my staff. Yeah. You don't know me. You don't know them. Um, and like Linus Media Group has become more corporate, but it's still very, very far from that. Yeah, and it will never get there. Yeah. That is not yeah. my intention yeah. at all. Um, the other thing is that there seems to be some confusion around it. Um, <laughs> the, like, people were like, WTF is this when the Oculus video went up like 12 hours later about the, <laughs> about the quest and it's just like me and Riley goofing around playing with like this VR headset and people are like WTF is this this is such a tonal shift um, you guys got to understand that when I live stream that's happening now and when you watch a video that happened a while ago and to be fair I mean you you almost undou undoubtedly filmed videos the next day potentially the next morning. And yeah, I probably videos yesterday. fairly upbeat. Yeah, because yeah. that's the thing is like most of the time when I'm filming videos, I wouldn't call it a persona, but it's I'm definitely aware that I am an on-screen talent and my job is to perform and do a good job of being an on-screen talent because if I don't, I will get fired. Not by not in a literal <laughs> sense, but like Yeah. I will get fired by the audience. They'll be like, well, this guy sucks, so I'm going to go watch one of the other literal hundreds of other tech content creators online. I don't need this guy. Screw it. I'm out of here. Um, and people don't want to, or at least this is my perception, and maybe I'm wrong, because I was watching the, uh, the, the series that um, Shane Dawson did with Jeffree Star that, okay. as far as I could tell, was like a six-week promotion of the makeup launch that they were obviously planning before they ever started creating that content and i was just like trying to like i i actually i didn't end up being able to watch much of it unfortunately <laughs> and like massive respect for those guys um and the, the their teams like everyone involved massive respect to everyone involved with that for like the success that they've had, you know, financially, influence-wise, fame-wise, all that good stuff. Yep. I don't get the content. I just don't understand it. And that's fine. Not a, I'm sure that they would watch what I do and go like, sorry, what is this? Yeah, I was going to say, rather different categories. Yeah, yeah, yeah so that's fine. Um, but I was just, so what I was about to say is my perception is people don't want to see, like, kind of mopey, like, sort of downbeat, stuff so i tend to try to project that energy but you know there were parts of that that i was kind of skipping through that i was like you know this is kind of like a downer 
Um, but but it's like different strokes for different folks, right? Yeah, I was um, gonna say watching it, I did not actually get that vibe. Really? I didn't get the downer vibe. Oh wait, with the uh, the 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 Jeffrey yeah. Star Shane Dawson thing? Oh no. I didn't oh, watch okay. that. I'm, oh, okay. I'm in the same. I don't really <laughs> oh, I get that content. Sorry, I thought you were talking about yeah. your stream. Yeah, no, no. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I felt like a doubt. You had you had like comments about situations where you were down. I see. But you were being open about it, and I don't personally take that as a downer. If that makes sense. Right. Like I wasn't like sad watching right. it. At I think at multiple points in time. I think I was actually quite happy, right? Because I think there's things that, and I mean, I've seen like personal life-wise, I've seen like Jorn Avon's relationship just from my angle seems right. extremely strong right now. Yeah, we're and good. has seemed extremely strong for quite a while. Yeah, we're good. And I think that's really cool. And when you're like, I want to spend more time with my wife and kids, that doesn't make me sad. Right. That's like, oh, that's cool. Because, like, not to toot your horn, but I think you're a really awesome dad. So you being able to spend more time with your kids being awesome dad is like, that's cool. Well, thank you. No problem. But, like, yeah, I, I just, I don't know. Well, it didn't, like, yeah. I guess what I'm trying to say is, in general, don't be surprised and confused when the videos you watch that are a production and not just, like, me sharing my thoughts are but designed for a broader audience. Even outside of design, though, you can, like, yeah. be having those thoughts and those introspective like thinking sessions and stuff like that and then also go be excited about vr yeah like you don't have to be one track mind all the time right and that's the other thing too is like i kind of expected um i expected the video to like do well in terms of the analytics i didn't expect it to be closing in on like three million views within like two days yeah. um i didn't expect to go home from work um, or, excuse me, come home from work the next day and have my in-laws, like, ask me about it. <laughs> like, I didn't expect to get, like, a message from my sister that's like, hey, I'm, like, sitting here sobbing my eyes out at my desk at work. Like, are you all right? I'm like, I'm fine. <laughs> like, that wasn't the point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will say, I don't, I don't think... Love you, boo-boo, but, like... <laughs> It didn't, like, make me sad, but I okay. do think you made a lot of people cry. But I don't think those things are necessarily the same. Okay. Well, at any rate, um, what do we got here? Uh, do you have additional comments now that you've seen? Like, before we get into the Q&A, is there anything you would want to add now that you've seen comments on the video? Because sometimes I feel that way about content. That gets Honestly, not really. Um, I really did, like, I do feel like there's a load off my chest. I really did say everything that I had to say. Um, so I just want to clarify that no, I'm not retiring. Um, yes, it's because I still have work to do here, but the main point is just that I, I'm i gonna do it because I want to do it. I'm not gonna do it because I feel like I am I'm bound to it. Um, there, there, I went through a period for a long time where I felt like I was doing this because I just had this ongoing responsibility to make sure that everyone under this roof keeps making their mortgage payments. Um, and that's still there, obviously. I think that any honest entrepreneur with half of a soul, or excuse me, entrepreneur, any obvious um, like business owner, I guess that's sort of a synonym, whatever, it doesn't matter. Any Anyone with half a soul who is responsible for a team of people should feel that way. Um, but I'm not going to let that 
dictate how I why I'm doing it anymore. And so if I were to ultimately make some kind of a decision, like if I was to say, okay, look, I'm going to step back to uh, part-time or I'm going to whatever, whatever it ends up looking like, um, I'm just going to make sure that I'm putting my work into equipping the people here with the tools that they need to keep it going. And I think that um, it's the community's reaction has been really encouraging. I've seen a lot of people just say like, hey, your team's awesome. We love them. So like, yeah, do your, you do you and, and we'll, we'll make it work. Um, I, I do think a lot of that is kind of like Hags. Remember Hags? People would write it in your, in your yearbook. Oh, yeah. You know, have a great summer. Yeah. Like, we should totally get together. And yeah. then, like, it's totally meaningless. And, Here's you know, my cell number. Uh, yeah, you know. That'll never happen. That's, that, that's yeah, it's not happening. Yeah. And, and the reality of it is our, our habits online are more algorithmically driven than ever before. And in spite of many, many of those people having the best intentions to keep up, they wouldn't. Um, but it's still really nice to hear, even if I know that a lot of it is... Um, and a lot of it probably is true, just to be very clear. But a lot of it is not. Um, and not intentionally. Um, so I actually don't really see any... Uh, so who's your favorite cross-code character? Oh, it's got to be... Uh, <laughs> um, oh, man. How do you... For reference, that I know I came in with some amount of pre-existing information, but... I, at no point in time in that video, thought you were, like, immediately bailing because I noticed the specific wording of the title. I was very careful not to clickbait it. Um, gotta be Emily. I, lo I love her. She's, she's amazing. That's my favorite character. Um, turning LMG into a cooperative after retiring? I have no idea how a cooperative is structured. Um, I, doubt I doubt it, though. Yeah. <laughs> cooperative business model. What, what is this? It's an alternate business model which responds to the needs of all stakeholders, employees, customers, suppliers, local community, investors, future generations, as well as investors. That sounds like some pretty pie-in-the-sky bullcrap right there. Um, so no idea. Uh, okay. Wow, yeah, people don't really seem to have a lot of questions. I think, like, there, there was articles posted and stuff like that, which were like clearly someone skimmed the video or watched Has the first no five idea minutes, who I am. Doesn't know yeah. and just like wrote some stuff about like your stats and said you're retiring. But I think the community as a whole like actually watched it and gets it. And if you watch the whole thing, it's fairly conclusive. Okay. Like I didn't really expect you were gonna have additional comments when I asked about it. Cool. All right, well, thank you so much, guys. You guys rock. Um, all right, so let's move on to some tech news. Yeah. The RX 5600 XT launch was a bit of a fiasco. I actually clarified it a little bit on the yeah. am I retiring or not, what's going on live stream, um, but I feel like I should do it more formally here because I did not cover it adequately in our launch video of the 5600 XT, and I did a very bad job of making the situation better on With TechWiki. Tech wiki. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so you know what? I, I watched mistake. both of those things after the live stream, and with that context on it, it was just hilarious. Terrible. Absolutely <laughs> terrible. So, AMD released the RX 5600 XT on Tuesday, the 22nd, and virtually everyone's been talking about nothing but the VBIOS update from day zero. So, what went down is we had intended to do our 5600 XT content as like 
an, an overclocking experiment with the card because we'd gotten a wink and a nudge that there was a lot of overclocking headroom. And I'm not going to say who the wink and nudge came from because I don't know how much of this communication is NDA'd. But sure. we had yeah. like a shot in the ribs and a that there was a lot you of overclocking headroom. Yeah. So we structured the entire video around that. And then we like found out about this VBIOS update. We got our card updated. So our, our numbers are fine. Uh, which was why I thought it was not a big deal, because I got the sequence of events out of order. I didn't know how last minute it was. And effectively, we were still waiting on a response to find out, like, what's the deal here? Is this VBIOS update a, a one-shot thing on just this one particular card? Is By it because we got, like, engineering samples? Yeah. yeah. By the happens. way, we noticed that that overclocking headroom that was hinted at to us, like, well, this VBIOS seems to take up a lot of it. So, if, um, so <laughs> what's what? Um, so anyway, we but we went ahead. We like overclocked the card. We did end up we got better performance numbers um, with our overclocking testing. And what I didn't know, what I didn't realize because I'd spaced out while Anthony was talking to me about the situation, was that AMD didn't have a coherent plan for updating some of the cards that would go to end users right. that were already updated. Like to me it was a nothing burger because I was like, who cares? We get pre-launch firmware updates all the time. As long as they're available to the end user, it doesn't matter because they will never see this pre-launch state of the product. But in this case, because updating the, uh, the BIOS of a graphics card is a non-trivial matter for most users, some people were gonna end up stuck with it. And so it was kind of a problem because they were gonna watch a review like ours where we take this card that's fast at stock and even faster overclocked, and it was gonna be slower at stock even though it would theoretically have a bunch of overclocking headroom. Lots of people don't overclock their graphics cards. I don't bother anymore. Mine why still I? are, but I understand why most people wouldn't. I've just always really particularly enjoyed graphics card overclocking. I don't necessarily know why. I also mostly play Beat Saber, so. Hey man, you it were talking to me about the like. Literally runs on a quest. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because, okay, I was talking about how I wish I know, that the polling rates for the tracking Which is, were higher. Yeah. I was that's, just saying, like, yeah. if there's a min maxing Beat Saber player out there, it's probably you. I'm, I'm actually getting pretty good. There's reasonably popular songs that I'm like getting close to cracking like top 100 for. Mm -hmm. That's yep. pretty cool. Yep. That's pretty cool. Uh, and by the way, did Jaden have any response to my significantly higher no, score than his? No, you told his? me not to tell him. I did? Yeah. Oh, no, I want him to know. Okay. Well, uh, now he... Yeah, I want him to know. <laughs> now he knows. So Jaden, one of Luke's colleagues at Floatplane and technically my colleague as well, even though Luke does most of the work, um, he went out of his way to crap on my parade <laughs> at Very Luke's quickly. behest. At Luke's behest. Yeah. Um, I, asked, I asked him if he could do it. When I was trying to full combo Supernova on Expert Plus and Beat Saber. And anyway, he did it, but he did it really sloppily, quite frankly. <laughs> and my score is nearly 50,000 higher than his. So, um, and I have full comboed it now. So there you go, Jaden. There's your challenge. Anyway, um, I have a I have a screenshot too. I have a proof screenshot. So Anthony was super upset about the situation with the 5600 XT because 
Fortunately, he had been busy with something else for the two days prior to the VBIOS update. Otherwise, he would have basically had to do his testing twice. Yeah, and then sucks. because the communication around the situation was so terrible, we weren't able to message it correctly in our video because they were still like, hey, yeah, let us look into this. What do you mean, let you look into it? You know what you're doing. Yeah, you have to know now. So, you, so just tell us. Yeah. And this is just the kind of sloppy stuff that is really frustrating for us, where it's like, just communicate. You have one job as PR, or well, press relations. Well, you, you, one job. To be fair, their one job is probably to mislead you in that moment. I don't think so. What's the point? It's going to blow up. Yeah, but your initial video sounds more positive. Yeah, but my initial video doesn't have to be more or less positive. It can just be informative. Yeah. Hey, by the way, there's a handful of cards out there that have this VBIOS. Here's how you update it. I did a video right, about this don't have seven a years ago. But if they don't have a solution But at they all. do have a solution. Yeah. Updating uh, the VBIOS. I think, yeah. But they, they probably suspect most end users, even with your video from forever ago, aren't going to be able to do it. So, yeah. And upgrading VBIOSes on graphics cards is kind of scary. It is. Realistically, you should have a UPS. Most people do not have a UPS. Yeah. Um, <sighs> so that's what happened. I'm sorry I screwed it up. It was not Anthony's fault. I'm no. going gonna, gonna to throw AMD under the bus a little bit here, but not directly, necessarily. Meanwhile, on Team Green, EVGA launched the RTX 2060 KO for $300 just prior to the embargo lift of the 5600 XT. At the time, it seemed like, a, hey, look at me, we've got a low-priced RTX 2060. I can be cheap too. Um, but Gamers Nexus quickly discovered something interesting about it. Unlike previous RTX 2060s, which used the TU-106, which is a smaller actual die, it's a completely different GPU, the RTX 2060 KO from EVGA, the specific card, used a TU-104-derived GPU. So this is a bigger chip. It's an entirely different processor. It's the same one that's in the RTX 2080. And then it's just got some CUDA cores that are fused off in order to just hack it back down to RTX 2060 levels of performance. And it kind of sounds like binning, which it kind of is. These might have been, you know, bad TU-104s. Very likely, yeah. Yeah. However, it has performance implications for applications like Blender, where improvements are of up to 47% are possible because architecturally the chip is actually quite different. So it's unknown whether that GPU will make its way onto other sort of bargain basement 2060 cards. EVJ was apparently not aware that they were receiving different GPUs for the KO. But I find that a little bit hard to believe. Yeah, what? How could you possibly not know that? EVGA is a pretty um, engineering-centric company. A lot of people think that EVGA is one of those, like, you know, slap, a, slap our label on it and resell it type of company because in the early days, um, they were more like that. So, you know, back when, I'm talking back when it was, you know, like, BFG and EVGA, and I'm trying to remember who the heck else even. I miss at BFG, that point. but the reason why I miss BFG is entirely why they're gone. <laughs> Taking advantage of their lifetime warranty, you monster. <laughs> yeah. 
I did it too. They, they offered it. I mean, it's not my fault. Yeah. They had a lifetime war. Anyway, yeah. so the point is, way back then, it was pretty common for uh, just branding companies to just take graphics cards that were made by actual engineering companies and then figure out some other way to, to add value to it, whether it was through game bundles that they negotiated or T-shirts that they put in the cool box. Cool new or, sticker, a poster, and a game. Or great customer service, whatever, whatever yeah. the case may be. Um, but over the years, I mean, EVGA, if I recall correctly, they bought Chaintech's motherboard, uh, or was it Epox? I can't remember. They bought Epox? Epox. It was either Epox or Chaintech. I don't know. They bought one of them when that uh, motherboard company that, like ditched their enthusiast division or something like that. But they have actual engineers on staff now. I find it very, very hard to believe that given how deeply involved in the hardware and firmware engineering um, and like overclocking tools, um, I find it very hard to believe that they accidentally put the wrong chip or like didn't realize it was a completely different chip on their, uh, on their cards because they don't look the same. Um, so here, hold on a second. That's what I was gonna say is like visually they're different. Yeah. Like so it's not. Here, let's find a die shot of a uh, TU-104. Hopefully my screen works here. Okay, so here's a TU-104. Unfortunately, I can't see the die size. I wish I could. Um, TU-106 die size. So anyway, that's, that's the die. So TU-106 is uh, 445 millimeters square. TU-104 die size. 545 millimeters square. They are physically a different size. Yeah. Like if you just like look at them, they look different. One of them is bigger. I, I just, I find it very, very hard to believe. Like I your cooler would almost certainly change. Um, not necessarily, but the PCB would have to change. It's a different chip. So. But isn't there more power delivery? So one of the things that I think Gamers Nexus is still working on, you guys should definitely check out his follow-up coverage of this, is whether the TU-106-based ones might have more overclocking headroom because it's a less power-hungry chip. Okay. Um, so the TU, it might end up being a trade-off. Um, no one's saying, like, don't, don't, buy, don't buy it or anything because, you know, it's like, it just, they're both fine if all you're doing is gaming you probably will never notice a difference. But if you're more interested in productivity, you might want to go for a TU-104 based one. And if you're more interested in like, I want to squeeze the maximum amount of overclocking potential out of this thing, you might be less likely to hit a power limitation on a TU-106. Not confirmed yet, to my knowledge. Um, all right, what else we got for, oh, actually, you know what? We need to jump right into our sponsors for today. Ah. Moss. Moss Organizer is in the business of keeping you, uh, here we go. Hey, there it is. Look, it's a Luke-sized one. Yay. Moss Organizer's in the business of keeping you protected and organized with simple products. They just released their latest iteration of the Black Pack. It fits laptops up to 15.6 inches. It's made of 1680D ballistic nylon for abrasion and tear resistance. It's orange on the inside so you can find your stuff. And the new version features two external pockets. Wow. Both water and power, po power cord pockets are located outside of the bag, and it even fits an LTT water bottle by the way, lttstore.com. Uh, something, something, blah, blah. Use offer code Linus Tech to get 15% off everything in your order, including that bag. The show is also brought to you by Honey. Honey is the free 
to use shopping tool that finds the best promo codes whenever you shop online at sites like eBay, Amazon, Newegg, Razor, Best Buy, Walmart, and more. You heard about any of those? No. You heard of Walmart? I think so. They, they sell walls. Walmart. All right. Uh, those of you who downloaded Honey from our link have saved over a hundred grand in the last few months. Oof. And Honey is, did I say it's free already? Yeah. Okay, cool. It's free. Totally. It's totally free. It's install the add-on. They get their commission from sites where they save you money instead of from you. And they've actually got other tools built into it as well once you install their extension. So one of my favorites is the price history tool on Amazon. Yeah, it's that just, is actually pretty cool. You can tell, like, is this actually a good deal or no? Oh, no, it was actually 20 bucks cheaper like a week ago. And every couple weeks, it drops down to that price. I'm a hold off for a few And that's, that's even if there isn't a coupon code for you. So you can save money regardless if they yep. have a coupon code for you or not. So lots of the guys here use Honey to save money. And you can get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash Linus. Yeah. Finally, the show is brought to you by Vulture. This Vulture is, is a global... Sorry, go ahead. Have you guys had ad spots from them before? I'm, I don't think so, actually. We use them for Flowplay. Well, there you go. There's a little added little thing for you. Uh, Vulture is a global cloud hosting service, allowing you to easily deploy cloud servers, bare metal, and storage from all over the world. They offer 16 server locations worldwide. They've got advanced networking with both high-speed public and private networking. They, you can deploy instances with your preferred operating system. They've got one-click apps, so you can deploy popular applications and games. You can upload your own OS if you'd like, and you can get from prototype to production in seconds with their simple control panel and API. How's your experience been with them? This is very dangerous to ask because I do not expect you to lie during a sponsor spot, but uh, uh, go ahead. In almost all cases, pretty good. Okay, just be honest. Uh, that's the, the one where the WAN show went down because the server Oh, okay. Closed. So is that the only time we've had a problem? Yes. Okay. Other than that, it has actually been quite fantastic. They are a big part of the reason why when we did the roast, everything went well. Okay. Yeah. All right. So there, there's definitely wins in that department. There was two losses, but there was many wins. So. Okay. Yeah. So check it's them been, out today. It's been very solid overall. LMG.gg slash VultureWan. Got that linked down below. Oh, holy crap. Okay. Um, sorry, sorry. I'm going to have to shill for one second here. Hold on. What's it going to be about? LTTStore.com. Oh. Yeah, guys, we have a commemorative 10 million subscribers uh, shirt. So if you want to... Oh, it's sold as a pre-order. All shirts will be printed and shipped within three weeks, apparently. So there you go. It's in our one-off. It's in our regular sizing. It's our regular type of shirt. Unlike the float plane Beta Squadron one, which was on all cotton, I forget what the reason for that was. Uh, this one is on an American Apparel um, uh, blended one. So like just the it's a completely normal shirt, except it has this design on it. So we're just gonna sell it for a limited period of time, and then it's gone. It's a pickaxe, which a lot of people have asked about. Because diamond, because 10 million, diamond Wait, they play didn't button. understand it was a pickaxe? Well, no, they've asked why it has a pickaxe on it. And it was just like, I don't know, well, A, it just it, looks kind of cool. Yeah. And they were like, what, Minecraft? I'm like, it doesn't look like a Minecraft <laughs> pickaxe. It looks like a regular pick. These are not Minecraft diamonds. <laughs> diamonds aren't even valuable in Minecraft. Do you know how hard it is to get a diamond play button? Diamonds are pretty valuable in Minecraft. Are they? I thought they yeah. weren't that valuable compared to, like, rubies. Uh, they're, they're, still, they're still pretty valuable. Okay, what's more valuable than diamonds? In Minecraft? Yeah. I'm not a Vi Minecraft veteran enough, 
Um, okay. But but there's there's probably some stuff. I don't know. I thought diamonds were just like kind of crap. I no, got. I don't know. They're I definitely not kind of crap. I know that. I know. We are finally getting somewhat close to the Minecraft server launching. I will say we had a little thing the other day. Yeah. Volter has a one button setup for that. They don't have a one button setup for like a video streaming. So place. you know what? I was just gonna say I've actually come up with what I think is a very clever new nickname for the lead on that project. I'm gonna call him Floatplane Jake. <laughs> <laughs> zing zing! <laughs> Not bad. I remember when he Not told bad. me it was going to launch in December. <laughs> okay. What? So so I'm not trying to dig. What is the the holdup? In his like, what defense, are you guys working on? It's like actually on a completely different level from I'm, what we initially set out. To I'm do. sure, or else it would have been up in a day because I've seen him put up Minecraft servers before. So like I know there's stuff going on. Yeah, because I have played on servers that Jake has put. There's up. like all these like game modes, okay. and there's like this hub that you land in, and it's like a whole giant thing. And there's so he's like, like really going to town. All this load balancing between multiple instances and crap. Like that server okay. that we built to be the ultimate Minecraft, so it's completely dismantled. <laughs> um, we're, we're, we're hosting it out of a data center. Um, we may end up reassembling that, and there's a data center that we might be able to send it to. Okay. So we could, so just so that we could claim the moral victory. It is technically involved. Of that some of our <laughs> players are actually playing on it. Okay. Uh, but but no, it's a it's apparently, and I've, I have seen some stuff. It looks really legit. It's okay. like not just a Minecraft server. Okay, it's like pretty cool. The bad news is that it has actually taken a significant amount of resources. So while our initial intent was for it to just be like, LOL, you know, everyone well, just that, play on it. We're gonna have donations and stuff. That's so. why I've been confused. Is because yeah. I remember when it was like, oh yeah, it's live, everyone's playing on it, we're gonna make some tiny tweaks and it's gonna be done on Monday. No. I've had this experience a lot at Floatplane. Yeah. So, I get it. So the scope of the project changed <laughs> yeah. quite dramatically and yeah. really, um, without my explicit approval, <laughs> um, you know, kind of <laughs> like how the whole thing started without my explicit approval. Like I like I said, yeah, you know, like let's okay. Here's where I run into trouble. I said, yeah, let's do it upright. And Jake took that to mean let's do it up the rightest. <laughs> let's do it up perfect. Yeah. So what I really meant was, you know, hey, I want to make sure that. It's a but, you know, a couple hundred experience. people that yeah. come on it are going to be like, yeah, this is not total crap. It's pretty sweet. I have a new, a new Minecraft home. Yeah, yeah. Home. Not even that. Like, I just want to chill with, like, other, definitely I know they are, like, tech yeah. geeks and we're going to, sure. like, build video cards in Minecraft or whatever. Like, I just wanted it to be, like, a Minecraft server. He's trying to build the Minecraft server. <laughs> he wants it to be people's new homes. Right. And I'm like... Okay, <laughs> sure. He's been pitching us getting into like game server hosting basically since he started. Yeah, he's super passionate about it. And my whole thing is that like I tell people, hey, if you have a passion project, I want to do my best to support it. And so every once in a while, somebody asks me to put up or shut up. 
<laughs> and you're like, oh. And I'm like, well, Jake has ended up writing um, I don't, two videos in the last, like, eight weeks or something like that because he has been actually hammering away at this, or should I say, pickaxing oh. away at it. Hey, got him. Um, oh, boy. So, yeah, we're going to... We're gonna do. We're gonna do our best. Anyway. Sounds like when I wanted to film, uh, WTF is going on with that that two video series that I did. Yes, yes. And I had extremely low production for a very long time. Yes, you did. Yeah. Yeah. And, I watched uh, those recently, and I'm still pretty proud of them. Though. Good. So that's cool. Good. I had to pick up a lot of slack for a little bit there, <laughs> yeah. but I was happy to do it. Happy to do it. Yeah. Um, so anyway, it has an axe. On, uh, excuse me, an axe. It has a pickaxe on it. It has nothing to do with Minecraft. We do have a Minecraft server coming. It's totally unrelated. So and it, by the way, this is 10 million in binary. Which is... Which I think is cute. I think it's cool once you know, which is cool. But it's really misleading at the beginning. Um, what do you think it's... What do you think it is? I didn't know. Well, it's not misleading. It just doesn't lead you anywhere. <laughs> sure. It doesn't lead you down the wrong path. Or does it? Did you think it was like... Well, no, I just... Yeah, so I guess you're right. Because I was just like, what? <laughs> yeah. Um... One thing is that this picture is not exactly... No. So it's kind of got like a weathered look like it does in uh, yeah. on our shirts, which is actually kind of hard to see on camera. Um, so yeah, there's like kind of like some holes in the printing. It's not to give it kind really... Of like that. Yeah, it's not really intense weathering, but yeah. it's enough that it looks like it's kind of like rough hewn, you know? Yeah. Like you went out and you got that diamond yourself and yeah. your, your pickaxe is worn now. Yeah, and you, but you didn't. Yeah. Because it's hard. Unless, I don't know, like... PewDiePie is watching or something, which he's not, so because he's on vacation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, so let's move on to more tech top hacks. Yeah, in terms of the like random news articles saying you retired, it just felt extremely PewDiePie. -y. Yeah. It's all the PewDiePie ones are like, he quit. He didn't like, quit. Well, he didn't no. say he was gonna quit. No. I mean, in fairness to them, he does like actually play that clickbait game. And a his was more. a little bit more misleading. I'm deleting my whole channel, you know, like that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, this is rough. So he did to, technically. This is posted by Spartaman64 <laughs> on the forum. Virtually every Lenovo ThinkPad since 2017 apparently has defective USB-C ports. Nice. Um, so there's an official Lenovo support page outlining at least three dozen affected models and symptoms include the USB-C port simply not working, the Thunderbolt controller disappearing from device manager, HDMI output failure, and even hanging during post said to occur within six to 12 months of typical usage. There's a preventative driver update for affected models, but there's no word on what that entails exactly for performance and power delivery. Um, once the pr issue presents itself, only a motherboard swap will fix it. That is pretty rough, especially for a brand that is known for building tanks that are disguised as computers. Yeah, you gotta gotta give Lenovo a little bit of a shout out for uh, consistently giving us um, news topics. Thank you guys. From um, your motherboards having spyware built into them to USB ports not not working. I appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> uh, EU and Google propose a ban on facial recognition. The EU is considering a new law that would prevent private and public actors from using facial recognition in public spaces for a definitive period, like that... three to five years. Microsoft says it's bad. 
because they're developing facial recognition. Yep. You don't say. Uh, they say you don't ban it if you actually believe there's a reasonable alternative that will enable us to, say, address this problem with a scalpel instead of a meat cleaver, said Brad Smith, Microsoft president. Uh, Google supports the move. Which is interesting to me. Which is shocking. Yeah. I think it's important that governments and regulators tackle it sooner rather than later and give a framework for it. Although in light of some of the recent fines that they've received, some of which have actually been more than a slap on the wrist, like the COPPA one, um, I can see why Google might say, well, yeah, okay, fine. Why don't you lay out your stupid ground rules and then we'll go and like innovate a bunch of stuff and We'll, we'll wait. <laughs> Instead of the other way around. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that kind of does make sense from their angle, I guess. Uh, I think it's, oh, man, I'm torn, actually. So this, is, so this is private and public. Does this include government? Because I know yes. uh, UK is, like, super well known for just having cameras everywhere. Yeah. So, so. this would be uh, in public spaces. Okay. Yes. All so right. you would still be able to develop it and test it, just not in public spaces. In your store or um, whatever else. Alex apparently put some of his own thoughts in here, says this is a really good idea, um, but counterintuitively, the accuracy of um, facial recognition apparently drops as you add more faces to the pool, but that would also get better as the algorithms continue to learn. Yeah, um, yeah it gets better when you add more of one face, but it doesn't get better when you add more of a bunch of faces, if that makes sense. So, yeah, there's a lot of issues with facial recognition. Uh, here's a fun example. At uh, the Notting Hill Carnival, where 2 million people attended, the police used facial recognition to try to find wanted criminals. 96 people were flagged, and only one was actually wanted and had already been arrested. So it's <sighs> obvious there's a lot of work to be done, but my sort of flip side argument to this, and take this as someone who has already completely given up their privacy and shares their innermost thoughts on the Internet... So, like, you know, for me, it's like not only has the ship sailed, not... it, like, came back <laughs> and then, like, sailed again and came back. It's a ferry, you know? It's like... It's, daily it's, daily trips. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, from my Which point of view... probably I'd... a surprising amount of the audience is actually in a pretty similar space considering the things that they use. I'd love for it to just be better. But the flip side of that is that I don't live somewhere where my government is oppressing me. With that yeah. said, no government that is going to use facial recognition to oppress its citizens is going to even consider accepting this ban anyway, so it's a completely academic conversation in that case. Get real. China's going to be like, yeah, let's oh, ban no, it in no, public no, 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 no. spaces for but three or five years. there's a large variety of different types of oppression. I think people might take... Uh, I don't know where I'm going with that sentence, but I think people might go against that. They think that could, a government could, that intends to use it for repression is going to ban its use in public spaces? Uh, they like, might To but, itself? No, no, no. You, you said, uh, or maybe you didn't say this. I thought oh. you said uh, repression in general, not just this form. Oh, just repression in general. Yeah. Yeah. So, like... But there's, like, different kinds. So they might be like, yeah, okay, let's not use facial recognition, but we're still going to yeah, do Yeah, no, no, no. I just mean I live somewhere where I get to enjoy a very high level of personal yes. freedom. Yeah. So I, I, you know, for me, it's very easy to say, like, yeah, I just want the tech to get better so that in the event that they are looking for someone who, you know, is running around with a meat cleaver murdering uh, children, that they can catch them real fast. Um, they, they should add meat cleaver recognition. Um, I, I don't think... Anyone's necessarily gonna, <laughs> I don't think anyone's necessarily going to stop developing this in the background, though. No. No, they're not. So its not. use might halt. Yeah, and I think it will stall development. 
Probably because it's be a little bit harder to test on wide scale. And It'll make sort of, it more difficult. Yeah. With that said, I totally agree that if your development plan is to just use it on unwitting like guinea pigs who are wandering around in the street, that's a bad plan. Yeah. So, you know what? There. Pay it, some pay some random citizens to come around and walk around in like an arena. Mark down this day. Mark down this day. I changed my opinion between the start of a topic and the end. <laughs> I already thought it was like a good idea, but I was like, well, here's this counter argument. I no longer have a counter argument. I like it. Let's just nuke it for a few years. Keep developing it sort of quietly in the background. I'm going to flip sides just to try to drag you back. You have got to be kidding me. No. No, I don't want to do this. So uh, somewhere that they don't ban this, those companies that operate out of those areas will now have an advantage. So you're saying like Chinese companies are going to have this immense advantage in like AI and machine learning facial recognition. Oh, crap. So then is there like what are you actually really helping then? Because it's not going to be banned All right, everywhere. I'm back. I'm back. It's just being I'm banned I'm back on board. EU. Don't ban it. It's not even right now being proposed to be banned in the U.S. Nope. I'm back. Yeah. I'm back. Okay. <laughs> Forget it. You win. <laughs> you win twice. How does it feel? That was awesome. I like it. You were just waiting to do that, weren't you? A little bit. The whole time. Yeah. <laughs> you monster. Um, we did bring up LTD Store, and we did bring up the shirts. All right. Yeah. I don't remember if you said that they're really limited edition. I did. Okay. And we have, like, limited stock as well. We have limited stock. Well, I didn't like, know that. As much as we're ever limited. You know what I mean? Like... I have no idea what that means. These aren't going to last forever, and they will run out. Oh, okay. So, do, oh, do we just have, like, not that many blank so shirts right now? We, we did notice that there's... It's, like, a pre-order thing. Yeah. Yes. So, is there... Yeah, like, is there a limit pre-orders? to our blank shirts? Yeah. Oh. oh! I thought we had lots of stock of black. Yeah, but the way they're being ordered right now, we're not going to have that much stock of black. <laughs> oh, I see. We need to get more black shirts. There aren't any. Right, so... <laughs> okay. We bought all of them. Okay. okay, so business talk. It's hard to get enough shirts in Canada, basically. So if anyone from American Apparel is watching, can you please fix that? That would be great. Thanks, because we really like your shirts but you're making it very hard for us to use them. There. That was my sincere yeah, like uh, call for help clip to... It. Yeah, clip <laughs> it. <laughs> clip it. <laughs> Full send. Do you want to talk about your experience with the blank shirts we were working on? Um, yeah, so we've been, <laughs> we've been working on a replacement, and we had what we thought was a really promising candidate. The actual like feel of the material, the breathability, uh, seemed really good. And then... Um, uh, we got we got uh, photos of the shop where they were being made, and it, everything seemed on the up and up. We hadn't actually like visited it yet, but we got another set of samples, and I like I put it on like kind of like one more time. I put it on one more time, and I was like doing things I wouldn't normally do. And I took the bottom of the shirt, and I went like this, and all the thread tore, all the thread broke, and I was like. Well, I'm sure glad we caught that before we actually booked a plane ticket out there and went to have a look at the factory. I've never once had that happen. That's not something I do all the time, but that's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to get snagged on something yeah. or whatever like a else. Weird spec choice that we have to fix. Yeah. Like- yeah. And I've had American Apparel shirts break 
but sure. never that easily. And I like went around the whole thing and I was like, da, 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 just like breaking all the thread. I was like, Nick, come on over here, pull on this. And he pulls on it, it's like, <laughs> like, okay. So it's, there's more to building a decent shirt than you guys might probably realize. Um, we're working on yeah, it. Yeah, we're, we're working on it. So but Anyway, if you like these shirts, get one because they won't be here forever. Yeah, basically. you, you heard yeah. them, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. And these are the kind of, and I, I've said this off camera too, this is probably the kind of shirt I would grab because it's a cool commemorative kind of thing. Speaking of cool commemorative things, um, Sonos is creating a commemorative <laughs> pile of still working electronics that don't work and they're in a landfill anyway. So Oof. that's pretty lame. Uh, some of their oldest devices are no longer going to receive updates as of May 2020. So as a result, they will eventually no longer work as services continue to change because they're not going to receive updates. They're not explicitly bricking them. They're just saying, hey, they might stop working at some point. They're offering two options for affected users. Option one, continue using these legacy products, recognizing that your system will no longer receive updates and new features, including, by the way, security updates, which have been a big problem for IoT and connected devices Very much so. in general. Yep. Option number two, trade up to a new Sonos product with a 30% credit for every legacy product you replace, which is all fine and good, except for one big problem. Sonos doesn't allow you to continue to use, or anyone to continue to use, the still working device that you have. They actually push an update to it that bricks it. I believe in, is it 30 days? I forget what exactly the time period is. Um, yeah. I think this sucks. Yeah. Basically, like I understand why you don't want to support a product forever, <laughs> but a speaker is something that I kind of felt like was different. In the sense that, yeah, go ahead. Speakers and sound equipment in general are kind of that thing where, like, if you if your dad inherited it from his dad, and then like gave it to you when he bought a new set or something like that, you kind of expect it to still work. And they're probably still really nice. Um, like sound equipment does kind of stick around, so it's it's weird seeing them treated like a commodity. And not just a commodity, but like disposable, even when they still work. And the problem with these speakers, and it's really highlighting an issue with smart devices in general, is that you have no control over how long they still work for. And once the company decides that they're not gonna work anymore, they have no purpose whatsoever because Sonos doesn't have just like a regular like jack-in or RCA-in. Um, so they actually do get completely useless. I remember criticizing Apple back when they launched the iMac 5K oh. for not having a monitor mode on it. Um, what's up? Uh, oh, this is good. So I just checked something. Sonos CEO responds to Backlash. Oh, this is great. How wonderful. That's a cool twist. We'll continue to update legacy products. So let's read this on Android Central. Sonos recently announced they would be ending following backlash. They assure us they won't be bricked in any way, also working on a way to split your system between old and current devices so in the event that they do need to develop new features that rely on new hardware. Many of you have invested heavily. We intend to honor that investment for as long as possible. While legacy Sonos products won't get new software features, we pledge to keep them updated with bug fixes and security patches for as long as possible. That seems entirely reasonable to me. Okay. Worked off an alternative solution if it runs into something to the experience. We heard that 
you heard on the issue of legacy products and modern products not being able to coexist within your home, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Well, that's something. I do wonder though, if it's just kind of delaying the inevitable. I don't wonder. I mean, it seems like it's just delaying the inevitable and it is very frustrating to see products designed in such a way that they're eventually going to be worth nothing and useless, even though they still function. Um, right. So I criticized Apple over the iMac 5K because they did away with a mode that existed on previous iMacs that allowed you to use it as a monitor at yeah. least once the hardware inside was too decrepit. Because to, the screen is awesome. Because the screen is awesome. I was like, wow, I love this screen. This thing's so great. Could I just like use it on my PC as a monitor because I don't like Ma I don't like <laughs> Mac OS. And the most expensive monitor. The answer was no, and it was really frustrating for me because it basically just means that that thing is e-waste once you're done, and displays are terrible. Like, terrible. They're basically impossible to recycle in any meaningful way because of the way that all the layers are laminated together. Um, I have an update. Yeah, what can I do for you? On the WoW thing. Really? Are so, you still banned or? Yes. Oh. I finally <laughs> got in a live chat with someone. Uh, the call out on the last WAN show, as far as I can tell, did effectively nothing. Uh, but I finally got in a live chat with someone, which was surprisingly difficult to do. Um, he opens it up saying, I understand you wish to appeal your suspension. Is this correct? I said, yeah. Although, even if that fails, I'd really like just to understand what actually went wrong, because I have no idea. And talked about how like I play with my dad and stuff. He said, looks like the suspension has already been upheld. We will not be able to discuss it any further. I was like, okay, ignore the appeal. Can we just talk about like what actually happened? Because I still don't know. Are you chatting with this person? Live chat. <laughs> I still don't know, and I'd like to like understand so I don't get banned again in the future. And he said, we do not discuss that info with players. I said, I'm confused. He said, again, we do not give any details beyond what is emailed to you. Those details can be used to make uh, you more undetectable. I said, I'm not trying to be undetectable. He says, cool, then you understand why we do not give any uh, further details and cannot discuss this further. Was there any additional questions or concerns I can take a look at before we part ways? Uh, I said, I don't really understand how to move forward. Uh, although I guess if that's all you can say, we're done. Uh, he said, you're welcome to play on another account or access this one in six months. <laughs> I said, well, I'm rather scared that would get banned too. He said, if you fear that what you normally do in game will get you suspended, then you may want to take a second look at what you're doing in game. I said, the email specifically said it's a, an external program, not what I do in game. And then he said, since this is not something we are going to discuss any further, and you have brought up no other issues, I must be on my way. Chat closed. Hands down, the worst customer support experience I have ever had in my life. Horrible. What? Completely horrible. What an asshole. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I still have no idea what happened. And I love how, like, they clearly don't care because I can play on another account. Officially. Yeah, you're gonna give them more money? But, like... Right. I just... <laughs> <sighs> what? The whole thing is just ridiculous. Because normally, like... And I'm not trying to remove this option, but normally there's, like, ban evasion is a bad thing. Yeah. Like, if you get banned temporarily or permanently off of the forum, ban evasion is something we look into. Yeah, it's very serious. Yeah. 
And like ban evasion on a temporary ban can lead to a permanent ban. Yes. And they're like, oh no, 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 that's fine. You can go ahead and play. You can go play some on a different account. That's no problem. Just not the one that we banned. And you're getting that one back in half a year. This whole thing, just none of it, I still have no idea what even happened. I don't know what program it was. I don't know if it was VPNing for work. I don't know if it was some other program for work. Who knows? I just thought, yeah, i just throw that update out there. I just probably burnt whatever bridge was possible, but that's fine. I just thought it was worth airing. Wow. Well, thanks, Blizzard. Thanks, thanks, guys. You guys are super awesome. You provided two topics for the WAN show. John Dokek says, Luke, hire a lawyer and sue Blizzard to force disclosure. You have got to be kidding me. <laughs> no. It really doesn't work that way. Um, Even if it did, no. I'm not hiring a lawyer over that WoW account. Yeah. I mean, all we can really do is just say that that's really stupid. My opinion, a ridiculous form of communication. I can't believe that yeah. that Blizzard account has been open for an extremely long time. That WoW account was from the beta of the original launch of WoW. Like, I've been a customer of theirs for a long time. I've bought basically every Blizzard product. Yeah. I've played every game they've released. And they are treating you like dog crap. Yeah, it's crazy. Basically. It's crazy. Yeah. Um... Okay. I feel very, very strongly about our float plane customer support at this point. Tiago <laughs> TGM says, Luke, just play the superior MMO, Final Fantasy XIV. No, I just, I don't really have an interest in any MMO outside of that one, to be honest. I like it. That one particularly brings my family together really nicely. Right. So that's a huge part of the draw there for me. I don't know. All right. I gotta go, guys. Um, waifu has a tummy ache and needs to be driven home. So thank you guys very much. I will try to go through a couple of super chats can't here. Can't do all of them, but... I really can't do all of them. There are far too many. Um, thanks, Ritz Blitz. Uh, thanks, Cole. Oh, wait. I heard you talk about Microsoft Teams. What are your thoughts on Office 365 versus G Suite? We actually do use both. Um, they're both very different for different things. I don't know, Teams kind of sucks. They actually, they cover a lot of similar things. Uh, Ed, are you trying to send me a message or tell me something or? Thumbnail. thumbnail. Oh, you want me to approve a thumbnail? Can I, can I see? But a lot of the things that they cover that are similar, one of them is way better at sure, one than the other. Thank you. So it's still quite beneficial to have both. Like having Word and Excel is actually quite useful, uh, even above docs and sheets. There's things you can do in Excel that you can't really do in sheets. Yeah. Um, and there's certain uh, Excel sheets that don't really translate well into Google Sheets, so having Excel is still really powerful. But then Gmail is like fantastic. And uh, Jason yeah. Carpool Critics is coming back to Floatplane. Don't worry, it's all good. I already yelled at them. Uh, okay, so that's it. Thanks, guys. Oh yeah, if you're looking for a movie pod podcast to watch, check out Carpool Critics. It's uh, James Riley and uh, David's baby. They feel very strongly that it is awesome. And I actually have listened to more episodes of Carpool Critics than I have any other podcast ever combined because uh, I listen to everyone and I don't really listen to podcasts. Um, so yeah, go check it out. Um, a week ago was Parasite. Um, the top three movies of the decade one has actually done really well. Seems like people were really into that one. My personal favorite so far was probably Terminator Dark Fate, actually. Oh, they don't have Joker up on here. Joker's up on Floatplane. I don't know if they intend to actually release that one on uh, Libsyn, but uh, go check it out. It's on cool. pretty much every podcast platform that matters. So, yeah, sweet. 
All right, see you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. See you next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. Bye. Oh, crap. This one. So many people in chat saying they would sue. That's, that's just as unreasonable as their customer support. Yeah, basically. And also just like a fundamental misunderstanding of how um, how that works. They don't. They don't. Yeah, they don't like have to give me that. Yeah. Put on.